This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Hot, 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 hot
oh my god, this feels like a date. Yeah, almost, right. Yes, you're ca- you're catching like feels. a first date. <laughs> I was catching, totally the catching the feels. You totally were. <laughs> but by the end of it, I realized, oh, he does this with everyone. You know what yeah, I mean? He's probably the fan that sent us that Sandra O oh thing. <laughs> Wait, what? 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 He's probably the fan that sent us the Sandra O oh thing. Oh, you think he's, he's Sandra O oh catfish? Yo, if I mean, Sam he Park is. ended up he... becoming, oh, that would be such a nice, like. <laughs> but no one can scam better than this. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. I know it was like a random Monday drop, but we just had to do it. It was so fun. And the fact that we see another queer Korean, um, you know, politician that's progressive, you know, this is so it was the coolest thing for me. So, like, I just want to say thank you to Sam again. And um, and Unji, we did have to drag your ass because yeah, you should have. Yeah, we. <laughs> he was so uncomfortable when I was like. Unji has embarrassed both of us, and he was like, "No, no, it's 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 fine." And I'm like, "No, no, no, it's not fine. We have to let it be known." God damn it! The one time I go anywhere, truly, right, right, the only right. time I've ever well, gone anywhere is where of were you? You uh, please give us an explanation for the fans, for the listeners. Where the hell the were home, you, and was, why didn't? Yeah, I was at the Home Depot, and I forgot my phone. What were you getting at the Home Depot? More stuff I, for your beautiful yard? Yeah. <laughs> what did you get i got a bunch of planters i was like getting ready for this like party oh, nice. and stuff like that yeah and you're, I got, you're having I got a, a party i had my 10th wedding anniversary oh <gasps> happy anniversary that's yeah. so huge 10th 10th okay so tell us a little bit about the party um what was it like it was you know the most kind of gathering of people uh we've had it yeah. was all family Three okay. generations of Edelmans. Um, wow. Yeah, it was intense. Like, so the oldest. And that's really it, nice because he's going through some stuff with like sick family members. Yes. And so stuff that like was that. it. So, it was like from four year old to 94 year old. Oh, that's nice. Good. For that's you. three generations. So yeah. kind of insane. I saw the spread um, on Instagram. Yeah. Very yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And I just posted some of the photos. So like. It's the first time we've all really hung out because of the social distancing. We got tested before. Like everyone, it was like a whole thing. And um, yeah, it was emotional. We played like the, my wedding video, which I had never seen. (gasps) Um, Wow. Yeah. My parents brought it. Like the, the, um, the vows part or like, all of it. it It's like, it's like two hours or something. My dad watches it almost every day. I got it from them. I was a little worried that it'd wow. be like worn out. Uh, wow, they did wow. ask for it immediately afterwards because they were like, oh, we watch this all the time. And, um, <laughs> but it was good to like see, you know, like we recently lost one of the grandparents. So it was good to see her. Yeah. Um, it was like, you know, emotional for everybody there. It was like, it was, you know, one of those things where if it had been in normal times, you know, this bitch would have had a real rager. Um, people yeah, yeah. would have been flying <laughs> in for this shit. Like, you know, it would have been a whole thing. And yeah. so the fact that it was like smaller, you know, it was like the fact that I was able to have a photographer come and like document it. And it was like, it was very nice, um, bittersweet and oh. uh, very fun at the same time to get very wasted. Yeah. yeah. That's so it, cool. How, I mean, it was, because it was, I haven't been yeah. wasted since Corona. I really have. You know, honestly, the Are last time I was fucking hungover yeah. was when I was with you in March. <laughs> I remember the exact day, March 
twelfth, twenty twenty. That's Saturday. That's, that's Friday. Saturday. When when I right, flew Friday, in, Friday. Yeah. and everything got canceled. My that um comedy festival that I was going to Michigan got canceled, and I we ended up staying at our friend Aaron Diamond's place in yeah. that little tiki room and getting skunk drunk on wine, <laughs> and champagne and rosé. I the next day was rough for me, but that <laughs> was the last time. Are you serious? Yeah, I have because like I don't really drink to get drunk. There's no one to really drink with. You know, I'll have a glass of wine or a whiskey at home with Eric. But like when you're with your partner, you're not getting fucked up. <laughs> you know, like it's just like <laughs> it's just like a nightcap. And then, you know, whatever you go to sleep. Yeah. But to have a rage, not a rager, but like to have a celebratory moment with alcohol. Oh, I miss it. Yeah. I mean, this is shocking to me, like because you've hung out with other people you've had. But I guess you all are driving home. We're all driving. Right. We're in L.A. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, like, I've had several of these. This is how I'm getting Damn. through, baby. Good for you. I yeah. I mean, like, uh, one of our mutual friends did buy me a toaster at, like, 3 a.m. because we were that drunk. Ah! <laughs> like an Amazon purchase or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But, I mean, but it, it was, like, you know, because this is outdoor area. I mean, I, I cannot tell you I didn't anticipate or understand mm. what this outdoor area would do for us. That's so How much crazy. it would enhance. Of, yeah, with before Corona, you were just always outside the house, running around, yes. you know, doing mom stuff, doing comedy stuff, acting. Yeah, why, why would I stuff. care? Why would people come to my house? I would go exactly. over there. I, yeah, no one's having yeah, fun yeah. at my house. My house has a baby here. This sucks. Yeah. Like, let's go. This is where responsibilities live. No, let's yeah. go out. And now, now you have a preschooler and a fucking uh, a multiple sectionals from Wayfair. Wayfair. <laughs> wow 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 <laughs> blessings upon blessings i love that <laughs> so i mean and, yeah that's why i was like at the home depot and i just like uh, i mean truly the first time i've left the house i haven't gone to a store this was the incredible. first store i've been to did it feel exhilarating i was i was anxious yeah were yeah. people wearing masks yes okay, they don't good. they don't good. like yes everyone especially in this part of the city and I, yeah. I'd imagine in the city, people are a little more vigilant. I know that in the suburbs, people are less so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because oh people goodness. are more isolated. They don't see as many people and they don't, quote unquote, know anyone that's gotten sick. Well, that's the thing. Now, I just saw an article today on, on my news app that like the uh, focus of Corona or, or has shifted from cities to rural areas. And yeah. Now, like places like Iowa, Indiana, you know, these places that you don't really think a lot of people are congregating, but they have like college towns. Yes. These college towns, there's huge outbreaks happening. Yes. And these college kids don't care. Like I, I'm hearing like kids are having Corona parties. Who could get it first? You know, they don't understand. They actually think it's the flu, but it's not. It's a fucking blood disease. Yeah. Like my, my friend, um, Nalini, she was in Georgia. And she, she and her whole family got COVID and um, it took her like three weeks or so, you yeah. know, to recover. But uh, a month later now, she's getting blood clots on her toes because of COVID because it, it fucks with like the blood. So right, you, it's a vascular disease. Yes. There's long term effects yes. of this disease. It's not like <laughs> and then you're yeah. done. Like yeah. this is not what the fuck it is. Like people keep. Saying it's like the flu. It's not the fucking flu, guys. Like, we don't, we know very little about this disease. Yes. That's yeah. the other part. It's like, remember at the beginning of this, people were like, if you could hold your breath, 
Like for 10 seconds, like you don't have it. Yeah. If you live in Florida, the sun will heat it up and it'll kill it. And like truly within three weeks of it, we learned a whole new set of facts. And it's now seven months into us living in some form of quarantine and we are continuing to learn new things about it. Yeah. Like it's truly insane um, that these kids are like. We're not doing enough. We're not doing. We're not teaching these kids how to fucking read. Or so, I don't know what's going on. No, we we failed our children. Whatever happened to fucking no left, no kid left behind. Yeah, we, we have an all entire generation left behind. Yeah, and they're white kids. They're not even black brown kids that like we expect to be left behind. These fucking whites are being left. I'm like, what the fuck? If they're leaving the whites behind, we're all screwed. <laughs> <laughs> If they're even leaving the whites behind. Yeah. Oh, man. Exactly. <laughs> what, are, All right. what are we to do? Let's get into the show, huh? We have a review. Yeah, uh, thank you for submitting your reviews. Uh, we're very excited. They're coming back in. And uh, it's our I mean, favorite. truly, like, after the, <laughs> after the um, initial, dro- uh, the Sam Pot um, interview dropped, I don't know yeah. what happened, but in the last like three or four weeks, like people have started mm-hmm. to re- drop reviews again. Yes. Um, like uh-huh. we're getting a lot of like, I'm getting like new follows wow. and like people reaching out to me, mostly because yeah. people are like, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, people are like, can you bring back the food content on Instagram? Because <laughs> they're like, something's... <laughs> Where's the like, panchan, bitch? Yeah, they're like, clearly something is <laughs> happening to your mental health and we don't need to see it. Yeah, I'm getting drunk with my friends in my outdoor <laughs> area. That's what's happening. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing great. Um, but we <laughs> do have a, a couple of new reviews. This is great. But this is from Sylvia Rowe. I love this mm-hmm. with the V. Um, mm-hmm. the, it's from uh, July 28th and the title is Just What I Needed. After BLM movement started, I've been searching for Korean Americans who are talking about this and found your podcast. Thank Ooh. you so much. Love you guys and this podcast. Oh, and I love you how you guys throw in Korean words here and there. Ha ha. Feels like I'm hanging with my friends. Clap. Wow. <laughs> Paksu Chingu. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Chingu. Sylvia Ro. Um, that's awesome. Thank you so much for listening. And yes. The, the fact that you found this podcast is suspect how did you find it uh did did someone i I don't understand how people find our podcast like i I don't think anyone's ever thinking like hmm let me google ajuma show no you know what i mean that's not it (laughs) you know what i think this one she's like blm i'm sure people Uh, she looked up korean blm or sometimes people look up korean loud or maybe they're looking korean (laughs) korean gay Queer. Yeah, okay. And maybe right. something like that. Hopefully you know? we're popping up in the Google searches. We're coming up on the, you know, the results. Something. Um, something's happening. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if uh, we want to know how you're finding out about the show. We, we know you listen to it because obviously we, you're reaching out. How did you find out? Did your friends tell you? Did, did you? There's no ads, so I know it's not an advertisement or something. Or maybe someone shared one of our posts, whatever it was. Um, we want more of it. So let us know what's working and what's bringing you to the pod and what's keeping you at the pod. Thank you so much, Sylvia Rowe. Um, quick shout out to our Patreon members. Thank you so much, Patreon members. You are our faves. Obviously, everyone who listens to the podcast are our faves. But Patreon members, we get to interact with more. 
Um, not only do we actually hear from you from our messaging and our emails, but we also are sending you exclusive merch that uh, a lot of exclusive. people exclusive like you can't get this merch. You can't buy it. People are like, how do I buy that tote bag? Honey, you can't. We're not in a, we're not in the um, yeah, like Changsa business. We're no, no, not no. in like the Okjatsa business at all. No, no, we're no, not. No, we're we're not, not interested in doing this. No, we're mass communication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're media. So like yeah, that's the only way to get it and the only reason we make this merch is to thank you guys. It, yeah. It's really not for like, oh, we got to sell it for 19. It's a service. It's all, it's a service. Yeah, it's service for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like the merch, the totes, um, the pins, we, you know, become a Patreon member. Consider it. If you have some of that stimulus check left over and you want to throw it our way, we're, we're happy to take it. Um, I hear another stimulus is coming. So uh, for those of you that apply, uh, congratulations. But yeah, if, if you have the money, if you have the means, we'd love for you to become a Patreon member because there's so much you're getting that that uh, the the other folks aren't right like yeah. we not only merch but content we have some like the tea that we sell yes the tea so much that... gossip <laughs> <laughs> like shit we can't say on the regular pod because i don't know we might get sued for defamation maybe yeah. but like we are saying some shit on the patreon and uh, we want you to be part of it. I, we want you to I know worry what's going for on. Peter. I worry for Peter, the tea <laughs> that he spills. <laughs> the cancellation that yeah. is forthcoming. Um, and also, uh, we got t-shirts. And you made mm-hmm. the t-shirts. And they're so cute. I'm sure you've seen it on our socials. We're, that's being sent out this week to our gold member only. Gold and I love that the shirts are like marigold, gold yes. color. To, yes. Yes gold blitz members so thank you so much for you guys uh who donate and and honestly like if you can't do it anymore and you did for a while thank you too and we you know we're not pressed about that um but anyway so i have um something to confess Uh? i have been using this that my mom sent me yes 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 i know she sent it to you too um it I, i at first i was Using it, and I was not experiencing what my mom told me the tingling. I was supposed to experience, yeah. right? So, first of all, it's called Yael, mm-hmm. Y-A-E-L, and it's yes. this Korean cosmetic that is honestly so expensive. Yes. The four, um, the package of four, which is like the powder wash, the serum, mm-hmm. the booster spray, and most importantly, the cream, the night cream. It comes out to $290, yep. which is honestly too much to fucking spend. And I told my mom, like, this is crazy. But <laughs> she, she's got, you know, a hookup, so she's sending it over. And she asked me, like, how... Is what? she selling it, too? She's, like, she does... So she works at this Korean um, TV station in New Jersey. Uh-huh. And they do home shopping. Ah, like I see, I see. QVC. Uh-huh. And that's what they're selling it through. Okay. She was like... Oh, you go, you have to, you okay. have to use it, uh. right? So I start using it, and I'm only doing the day like serum stuff because yeah. I'm so lazy at night. Yeah, I don't know about you, but like I don't have a good nighttime regimen. I just like watch TV until I get like about to fall asleep, <laughs> and then I brush my teeth and go. You know, like okay. I don't have like a good regimen at night. My mom was like, "Oh, you're Yeah, I was like what? I'm using it. She was like. Yeah. 
어떻게 쓰고 있는데? I was like, oh, 아침에 쓰고, yeah, I was doing the morning stuff. Yeah. And she was like, 아, 밤에 써야 돼. Yeah. The, the, the cream. It's is overnight. What, like, yeah, that's what it's Overnight cream. Like, yeah. And you know me. I, I, you know, I've never used any of that kind of stuff. So I was yeah, like, you oh. stay ashy. Yeah, I stay ashy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my mom said. She was like, 거는, you know, like it, it's good. The serum's great, but like it's the nighttime is what fixes. I didn't know that, so I started using the nighttime. And Unji, look at the face. Yeah, 달라. It's you're different. right? It's yes. So, it's actually different. I cannot believe. Like this is why they say like skincare is all about money. Mm-hmm. You have to have money to look mm-hmm. good because. Look- <laughs> I mean, Truly, my face like, looks so good, so yes. like even and shiny. Even. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced this evenness before. I mean, you've always had great skin, but like this yeah. is like this is new for me. <laughs> and uh, I'm really like, you know, obviously we we love K Beauty products. You know, yeah. K Beauty is hot right now. Yeah. It's been hot and it's like a cutting edge and all that. But like, I really never knew it could be that different. And the mm-hmm. fact that like. It costs two hundred ninety dollars. I'm like, Oma, I can't. Why did you send me this? Yeah, you know because I can't use this all the time. And she like, tumpak tumpak sudaga. You know, like, uh, how am I supposed to? What am I supposed to do when it runs out? And she was like, I'll send you four more creams. So she's sending me four more, and each one of these creams is like fucking two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's nuts. So she's sending me more so that I can use it. Uh, but I think mostly it's because um, she has like a bunch of product from the QVC thing uh-huh. that's left over. Yeah, and, and it does also, go bad. It does go bad, right? Yeah. You're supposed to like, mm-hmm. you're, are you supposed to leave it in like your fridge or something? No, you like can. That's cream? what some Ajima, like, you know, Shiseido, like there's some skincare brands and now it's also getting popular in America. They sell yeah. a refrigerator. <gasps> With it. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, yeah, like, uh, like, if you watch some uh, K drama, like, you'll see uh, uh, the girls have a little uh, skincare refrigerator, like, a, uh, like mini <laughs> fridge. It's like, a, it's like, literally looks like kimchi refrigerator, you know? Like, a yeah, little yeah, one. yeah. But it's just for your lotion. But this is the thing. This uh, is the thing. Yeah. Yes, it does keep your things fresher. Uh-huh. It's supposed to like enhance efficacy of it. But in my okay. opinion, cold helps take mm. away. Like, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it helps de- like, um, take away puffiness. So it, it's like a, yeah. So it's like a placebo. It's not a placebo, but it's not necessarily from the lotion. It might just be from the fact that anything cold on your skin will help depuff. Okay. So, so, I mean, I, I don't know. Might, might as well do it, right? I mean, I I'm always a, feeling yeah. bloated. <laughs> oh, you don't need to buy a refrigerator, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's just like a marketing thing, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. It's like yes. having like a wine refrigerator. Do you really need it? You know. Also, who's who's living on so who lives so far away from your refrigerator? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's. <laughs> it's probably because Korea. they don't want it smelling like fucking changjorim or something. Oh, that's you know right. what I mean? That's like, true. That's true. That's I don't want true. my cold cream to smell like kaktugi. <laughs> <laughs> that is kumaja, kumarumaja. Yeah, yeah. Because like Korea, that's just very. I'm like, this thing. is three hundred dollars, and it smells like fucking pickled radish. <laughs> Hell no. But I will say, damn, this product works. I, I, I don't know how to... I would never recommend this to anyone. Why? Unless... Because it feels so insane to, to pay. You know, For like... For beauty? 
for beauty, of course. Okay, sure, I, will, you know. I will send you some alternatives, okay, Peter? There's Because there are, alter, are alternatives. I'm someone that believes that very few of these K lotions, like Korean, mm. like, like Shin, there's a lot of these like really nice kind of like um, yeah. brands from Korea that are very expensive. They have a lot of fragrance yeah. in them, all stuff, but they're good. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Like Iwasa, there's like a bunch of them. They're like really oh, I know, expensive. I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a bunch of them. They're really expensive and they have down market brands too. I'm someone that okay. thinks that, yes, some of the, some things are worth it. So there are okay. some products in there. I can name uh, on my hand how many of them are worth $150 plus. Everything okay. else is about you just touching your face, doing something to it. No, no, no. Then you went from going to zero to going 200 dollars an hour right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like you did nothing to your face so anything just is like wash look- anything's gonna be amazing amazing but i have tried other things before like i've used shishado products i love shishado creams like uh washes and that's kind of like it's not it's not walgreens but it's not like crazy expensive like this yael but what did but- you use what, what did you use from shishado um, they're cleansing and the moisturizing. And you did it every day? No, I did yeah. not. I did it every morning. Never you, at this night. Is, this is where the mistake is. I, you know, me, I personally oh. do not wash my face in the morning. Huh? I only wash my face at night. Why? Because I wash it really well at night. And I have a whole thing. And then when I wake up in uh-huh. the morning, I just yeah. brush my teeth and splash my face with some cold water. And then I just start, um, I do not wash start it. I just day? put... Yeah, I just put on some oh. toner and then some okay. like lighter, like the serum that you do. But I do not wash my face yeah. again. Okay. I do everything at night. Could it that's what old? I. Yeah, that's what I need to get. I need that to be a practice in my life. Yeah, as brushing my teeth is, you know, as whatever is like getting ready for bed. That I think if I could just have a bed regimen i think mm-hmm. i would i would get so much more done in my life it's that like it's that feeling i've always had this and i think it's because i i grew up on tv i have was latchkey kid my yeah. parents were never home no. so i would always fall asleep to the tv that was oh, yeah. my you know that was my lullaby mm-hmm. so so i think that's why i still have that and i need to break that i'm almost fucking 40 and i need to break that goddamn cycle and start treating myself better and also you know, Eric started doing this like reading before bed. Oh yeah. So that you're not your your eyes aren't constantly yes. on a screen. Yes. Tired and stretched, you know, like uh, that so I I because of this this night cream uh regimen, I'm start my life is starting to change a little bit because I'm doing this now. Yeah. So once I do this, I'm I'm signaling to my body, to my ready mind that yeah, I'm ready for bed. Yeah. That's what it is. Instead of like getting tired out to pass out which is such a bad way to live that's what i do i literally that's what i do i well, used do to be night, like you night stuff oh, you oh yeah I, I like watch tv as i'm putting on the thing and then just take carry my laptop to my bed and just like you know like with all this smeared stuff just like look at my computer until i, uh-huh. I, until I pass out. <laughs> so i mean you could you- take it you can have bad habits regardless of whatever. Yeah. I believe in you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say I, I'm very um I'm very surprised. And, and it, your people looks different. Really I saw thrilled. in your photo, like it looks different. 
I it looks be, different. The t- tone and also texture. Yes. Texture. Texture, most important. like the little like, yeah. I think is the word for it, right? It's like a little bumpiness. That's gone. Yeah. It's much smoother. Yes. Smoother. And I have a lot of um, acne scars from, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I was very hormonal as a child and I used to have like cystic breakouts. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so, uh, you know, like I'm obsessive. So I I would just like pick at it and pop it and pick it. Of course, of course. Yeah. And that's why I have all this like fucked up divots in my face, Mm -hmm. like tiny little divots in my face. But after using this thing, it's starting to like look more even and feel yes. more even, yes. which is so crazy. Yes. It's so nuts. And now I fully understand why people <clears throat> rave about this shit because it literally changes your face and you've, I feel more confident yes. that, uh, you know, like, and, and I never even thought about that, but just by using this thing and taking care of myself, I, I feel more self-worth i guess yes put your best face forward i mean this is yeah. why i am obsessed with it i mean yeah. the reason why i think one is because as someone who feel always felt self-conscious like these are things that you have control over mm, yeah, yeah like yeah. i can't change how i look or like i cannot right. change the fake fact that i am i am an asian person you know but i can be the best yeah. version of this and these are things that you Absolutely. have control over you know, your skin, yeah. like this stuff. Also, uh, at least with the acne scars, this is the thing. Some Korean people are very light skinned. Mm. No, not on, like we have darker skin, we're darker skin complexion, right? Yes, Hang-tang. highly melanated. Hel- highly melanated. That yeah. means that we are both prone to scarring way more than yes, other Korean right. people. You so, were saying something about yeah. this, how like dermatologists need to be treating high, high, higher yes. melanated people differently. Yes. Yeah. You can't because like they start doing a laser on the all everybody indiscriminately. And right. then it's like everyone from us kind of melanated through to black people scar very differently. Mm. And you can't you can't treat it all the same. We I scar I have stuff that like very randomly I picked at. Right. Yeah. Was not even it maybe a paper cut. I still have that scar for two years. Me too. I have like bite scars yes. from like when I had bed bugs. Yes. Still. Yes. It's been five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But you know what helps though? This what? is why. Lotion. Lotion. Just oh, by the way, thanks for sending me that skin fix. It's good. So right? you guys, Unji sent me this um what would you call that? Is it a, a body exfoliator? Exfoliant. Yeah exfoliant because we're talking about like temiri and like how we can't get temiri these days because of covid and she was like i'm gonna send you something this is like the next best thing yeah truly i used it and i got out of the shower and i was like oh my god i've never felt so soft in my life like i dried up and like jumped into bed and i was like eric touch my skin and he was like what's going on why are you acting like this (laughs) like oh my god doesn't don't i i feel like silk yeah. It feels so smooth. So smooth. So thanks for sending me that. That really, I'm going to use it later today too. I mean, How I often do you use that? Twice a week. As twice often as week. I shower. You shower <laughs> twice a week? Yeah, I'm really Chicha? gross. Yeah. Oh my God. I only, I only shower when I work out. And you never work out? Yeah, twice yeah. a week. It's not fun. Never. It's twice a week. Aren't you like in, in Chicago, it gets so muggy and hot. Yeah, I do get sweaty. And then you mean? just then change it. your clothes and that's it? Yeah. That if I if I tamulla, like if I'm yeah. sweating, I start to like really smell. Oh yeah, no, I don't smell. 
I I start like really like you start smelling like the hair grease. I can't stand hair grease. That's my number one. Ugh, oh, I, have, I have it. I mean, I I don't know. I think maybe it's because I'm I'm sure like Naya Thurman like it'll be I'll be different. But like right now I'm yeah. like I'm fine. But like I yeah. I do I just wear like chibot and then like outside or like I think having home clothes versus outside clothes really helps with this as well. Yeah, you know that's what that's what I don't do is that I wear my my inside clothes is my everywhere clothes. Yeah, I yeah. wear sweatpants everywhere. I wear paji like pambaji everywhere. The same tank top, like I wear inside and outside. Like I need to fix that, and, and especially COVID. Yeah. Truly, my feet, my heel has turned into like an arid desert, and it's cracked. <laughs> it's so fucked because I don't wear socks anymore. Yeah, same. I just wear like flip flops. We're we're free. Everywhere. We're free. We're free. Like, I still, I literally change into, I change into different looking. It's mm. the same loungewear. I just wear it outside. I'm not ah. putting on any actual clothes. I'm still. I literally it's the same just style. Wear, same style. Oh, oftentimes okay. the same clothes, but I just. But it's just separate. Just, I, yeah, and then I wash oh, it. Right. Oh, okay, okay. And then, like Like you have to change into your home clothes. That's. I tell my son, we have fights. I'm like, you have to wear yeah, different inside clothes inside. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I, and I used to, I you don't bitch wear at Eric about yeah. that. Yeah. And I have to stop that because he's always telling me like, why are you looking like that going outside? I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. There's something about like the Ajashi look about like, chincha, like I, socks up to my like knees. Yes, yes. And, and, you know, I like looking bad outside it's because you want to look rich because uh, yes, usually that's it yes it's like rich the, people do not care do not care rich it's people the worst person yeah yes, worst they, person in any meeting is the richest yes one. it's the richest one <laughs> i'm like I, I there's almost like a like a social fuck you mm-hmm. like oh i don't have to bend by your rules i don't have to look good because guess what i'm fucking rich yeah i've priced out of this yes social grace <laughs> Yes. I have now ascended to a level where I don't have to pretend anymore. And yes. that is my right. And we, as the better dressed underlings, go, yeah. correct. Yes, yes, one day Watch. I can be. Yeah. But I'm trying to like skip it. I'm trying to skip all the way to the fucking fucked up look. That it, It's fucked up, but you know, like, it's kind of like how, how Bobby Lee dresses. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that my dad dressed like a lot of Korean. I just, she's dressed like this. Yes. Like this kind of like, I don't care if I, if this fits well, you know, my, sh- sometimes I wear my like ki- uh, King Spa shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like down to my ankles. And there are times where like Eric looks at me and he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. why do you look like this? And there's a part of me that goes, fuck you. Yeah. You should love me for whatever I look like. But there's this is too a- much of a fuck you. I know there's too much of a fuck you. There's sometimes I have to bend and be like, I have to look presentable for my loved one for my partner my sexual partner i need yes. to like it's part of the thing to look good to entice to you know yes. seduce <sighs> just so and it's easy. also like there's like a tapping out of some ajashi so like i will not i don't people do not see me as uh sexually or like you know what i mean <laughs> yes i you yes, know yes, i yes. yeah there's like a tap they're tapping out they're like i don't care and so you'll sometimes yeah. i mean they're still sexual but they understand that like like, it's the way that they stand with their bellies out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with the arms like, behind their back. Back, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's, like, this, like, a, like tacit 
agreement and that they're like, mm. okay, you don't see me this way. So I'm going to be, I, I, then you don't see me. So then it doesn't matter what I wear. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Oh, that's so it. That's exactly it. It's like, I don't want you to see me. I want to, yes. especially in Hollywood, it's yes. gotten worse. In Chicago, I think I could do it less because you have to go outside and it's fucking cold most yeah. of the time. So, you know, you dress up and you layer up. But like here, it's so hot in California, in LA. So, and everyone looks so good here, like yeah. too good, where it's just yeah. like, come on. It, 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 I think there's a part of me that's like, fuck you. I don't care if I don't look good. You're going to have to yeah. deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then, and so that's how you also, but the thing is you're still sexual. I mean, like, so that it's like how some adjectives are like, just like still looking. And also mm. the fact that I'm just thinking about insert, like in Korean society, like a lot of the people, the Ajishi, that are like that in mm. Korea are also like, like, you know, like there's yeah. no, va- they, there's no value inside of like the way that society sees them. Yeah. They have no other value. So they do that. But in LA, there's this like twisted perception that if you can dress that way, there must yes. be some other value to you. Exactly. <laughs> it's the mental trick of that. Yes. Like if you, this motherfucker can look this way, they this must bad. be rich. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like, power. I, yeah. Power. I only want to go to meetings looking bad. I want everyone <laughs> to like look good for me. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait. So c- catch us, uh, catch us up a- more with this uh, tie dye thing. This is so cute. Oh, I did tie dye with Eric's family. We so Eric has a um, family reunion every year. All the brothers and the sister in laws and the kids all go to their godparents' house, this big house, the lake house in uh, Lake Minnetonka. Yeah, and. <clears throat> Usually there's like a, a, a very fixed agenda of what we do. And it's, like, it's been 27 years of this. Yeah. And the first night is like candy run with the boys and then a movie and then hanging out and then a jam session. Everybody like gets on an instrument and jams together. That's and then the great. next day, yeah, the next day someone makes some, uh, like a couple makes breakfast. Everybody takes like meals. So everyone's like sharing, <clears throat> you know. And then the dinner on the second day is always pizza, like grilled pizza. And so we did that with them as well. So we did grilled pizza. And then this year, uh, Eric's brother was like, hey, you know, like, why don't we all do tie-dye together? We'll send you a kid. We'll get the same kid and, you know, we'll get some white t-shirts and we'll do it all together on Zoom. So That's we did nice. it. And yeah. it was, I, we did tie-dye. And I, 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 I don't think I ever really had a need or want to tie-dye. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that, like, I always felt like white people do. You know yes, what I mean? I've like, never tie-dyed either, yes. Yeah, Koreans don't tie dye. It's like what staining? We're we're dry cleaners. We take the fucking stain out. You know, like. <laughs> but it was a very cool thing, and we got to uh, make some designs, some different designs, and it came out cute. And we had fun doing it, and the kids loved it, and yeah, it was nice. Do you guys usually go out there like around this time? Every year, yeah. Okay. Around late August, we go. That's right. This is the first year we're missing it. Since we've been together, Eric and I have been together. So, yeah, we went four years, and this is the first year we're not going. So it, it, it was sad, but you know what? You, 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 do it, you do it a different way. It's fine. Yeah, you know, that's like, all we're doing. Yeah, and it's not like if we were there. I mean, if we were there, I'd be hanging out with the kids, and we could eat together and blah, 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 and talk. But 
I don't think I think we did it right. You know, we we did some activities together, and it felt like a family thing. Yeah, I mean that's the best. We're all trying the best that we can in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of us don't have amazing outdoor spaces. <laughs> <laughs> you were fucking dragging me for like talking about my goddamn air fryer and water feature and now look at you <laughs> i mean like my friends that were over they were talking about like i mean and this is my, my friends who are truly like one is a uh, corporate lawyer and the other is a cardiologist wow. okay yeah wow <laughs> i mean like this is their fancy okay. friends fancy i mean oh i mean come on and so remember that episode where we're both like no one makes less money than me no one yeah. makes less money than us even now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like continues yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um they were like just like talking about this outdoor year they're like oh wow like um I don't know. They were just talking about how much, like, the cost of everything. And I was just like, my husband and I were like, oh, who's going to go to college without debt? Who's going to go to college and not have student debt? Who's going to go to grad school? Grad school? No way. And my friends are silent. And I point to them and I look at my my husband and I go, their child. They're both their children will have no debt and both their children will go to grad school. And I looked at her and I was like, that's the reason why I'm spending my money on an outdoor area. Like, I don't give a fuck what debt my son has. (laughs) Like, he might not even go to college. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like, he'll have to figure it out the way we did. Like, I'm not trying to. Exactly. That's how I am. Yeah. He's just like, I'd be like, you're going to have to figure this out. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll make sure that you don't starve. But yeah. And I, I'll I, give you the two tools. I'll give you the tools so you can figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But like, I, I, I would be the type of parent that's not, I would never spoil my kid because I see how these spoiled kids behave. Yes. And it's no good. They're ruining the fucking earth. You know what I mean? Like, if you have, I know this sounds like, well, the value of a dollar, but it mm-hmm. is true. Like, if you don't understand how hard it is to work. Yes. You're never going to appreciate people that work. And yep. I never want my child to turn into some rich kid who like treats the help badly. You know, like, do you know how I would be so embarrassed if my child was like talking shitty to a waiter or something like oh that? Oh my God. Oh my God. I would like, I don't know what I would do. I would freak out. I would, I would reset. I would reset. I would reset. Yeah. I would pre- control, alt, delete, and reset. <laughs> I would be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. We have to begin over. Like you are going to have to start from the beginning. I mean, yeah. I was just talking about this last night with my son because he wanted something and I started getting angry that I didn't buy for him. And I was like, what have you done? I just got into his face. I was like, what have you done? What have you done? And I was like, what did you do to deserve this? Are you behaving in a way that warrants this? And he's like, and he got all huffy about it. And I was like, do you understand how bad it is if I just get you everything that you want? And I explained to I him what being did rot, he realize, being spoiled Did is. he understand that? I think he so. Understood I, that? Asked, I asked him the end of this, like, do you understand what I'm saying? And he said, yeah. yes. Because I okay. said, like, you will not, because I, I, whenever I say no to him, I always tell him that the reason why I'm saying no or the reason why I'm refusing you service is because mm. of your danger, of danger. I want you to be the safe. I want you to be safe. Mm. And if you are a, ro- a rotten, spoiled person, you will not be safe because I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he said, yes, I understand. He's like, yes, mother, I get it. Please don't kill me. 
<laughs> I mean, truly, like that, that is nothing worse than a spoiled child. True. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, I, uh, no. Thank God Eric's nieces and nephews are all angels. They really are. Yeah. I, there's, they always say please and thank you. They know how to, you know, and also they all grew up. Eric and his brothers all grew up like, <laughs> like prairie people. <laughs> <laughs> so there is value to that. Like, but <laughs> that's got to be tough. Like you got, because you don't want your kid to be sad or hurting, but you also no. don't want them to be a fucking ass. Yeah. So that's why he's going to have to figure it out. He's gonna have to figure it out. He's gonna have to go into student loan debt. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna have to figure out. it fucking out. Like, if I'm you sorry. had one thing for your child, like you're mm-hmm. like, this thing I want to spoil you. Mm-hmm. Everything else you have to do on your own and you must yeah. earn it. But there's this one thing I will do for you. What would it be? Vacations. Vacations. Oh my God. That's such a good answer. Why? Um, I think. Do you remember the first time you ever went out of the state? Out of state? Yeah, or like somewhere. Mm, not like going to your aunt's house or something, right? Like, like a vacation? Yeah, like somewhere I, yeah. like new where you were visiting. Like I do, I as do. As a tourist. Yeah. I do, yes, yes. I was like four years old. Okay. Yeah. I, was a, I was a junior in high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it was with the orchestra. Jincha, before that you never went anywhere? Uh-uh. Oh my Where would I go? God. My parents can't. Oh, no, no. I went to an a orchestra camp that I got a scholarship to. So these are all things. <laughs> so you did that yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to write an essay for this shit. Yeah. Had, like, you know. Highly competitive. Like, yeah. It was like, yeah. I had to like meet with these like pair the the family members of this girl that died. So that she, like, and uh-huh. so they, uh, they established this. Oh, a um, fund. A fund to yeah. send a seventh a seventh grader to oh. this like music camp. Oh wow. right! I mean, but like, how would I? How would I go? I mean, it's like you know, twelve hundred dollars something for like you know. Who what about Kuwait? Like church church camp or something? We weren't like consistent enough goers, and also you still have to pay for uh, that shit. You so, do. You do. Yeah. So like, I I would say that going somewhere because uh, I I just. Samkyagan, like, and also there's so much value to, like, that's an intangible value. That's yes. something that you cannot memories. work towards. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's memories, mm-hmm. and that's also like this worldliness. Yes. Um, worldliness. That, like, that's important. Yes. Huge. Like to know that the world other is, things. Yes, to know your world yeah. is larger than this, and to yes. be able to then imagine something beyond where you are is yeah. very important. And that, as a parent, I think is something that you can give. Yeah, that's, that's everything incredible. else is like you go to school and you fucking figure it out. You're done. You're smart or you're not. You know, you're yeah. like, you know, material like you work hard or you don't. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, like I mean, like from I'm talking from a car on down, like you can figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as a as a parent, what I could do for you is this. Show you the world. Open your brain and your yeah. mind and your heart up to other things beyond yourself. My, guess what? My mom, my mom gave me four hundred dollars. Mm for um a trip to europe when i dropped out of college oh my god yeah she gave you money after you dropped out of college uh, you know it's like one of those like classic k-drama like i would either get she hated it she was yeah. angry with me but also she could tell like you were struggling like, yeah i was struggling yeah. so like yeah. 
That's what oh, she gave me that money with. That's so butcho. Yeah. Your but it's also, that's like, only, that's like one way. That's a one way ticket to Europe. That's, <laughs> that's also not the entirety of the. You had to swim back. I had to swim back. So I did learn a lesson. <laughs> Where did you go? Oh, so my friend and I, like, we planned this. We did, like, Prague, Rome, mm. Florence. Wow. Um, I've yeah, been to Germany. all those places. Oh, yeah, wow. I know. That was truly the most, mm. that, that was very expansive time for me. Yes. Very expansive, very important um, in terms of seeing the world, feeling things, reading things. And, mm. like, and that's, that's what I mean. That's, the, that's what I would give my son, a, a vacation. That's amazing. That's very cool. I mean, yeah. truly, my family didn't really go on a, quote, family vacation till yeah. I was 23. Yeah, yeah. And that was to Las Vegas because my mom wanted to gamble. Of course. It was about her. You know, like, yeah. there was nothing about, like, expand your mind. Like, that, that no, had no, nothing no. to do with it. <laughs> but then, no, no, that's the thing is you can get too old because my parents have never gone anywhere outside yeah. of, like, Wisconsin, House on the Rock. And, like, mm. I think that's it. My yeah. parents have not gone anywhere. In a, and in then, the then to die, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, so she doesn't, they don't want to go anywhere. Even though I keep telling them, I'll give them money, I'll do this, yeah. you can go somewhere. That's why, like, parents love cruises. Yeah. Everything's set up for you, and then you just mm-hmm. go to the buffet. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I would love for them to see more of the world. It's just like something, you know? But something. they're so. I go, I go, I go, I go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can, you can age, it, age out of it. Yeah. Well, here's to hoping that COVID uh, gets figured out soon so we could fucking travel the world again because that is something that I miss about being rich. It's traveling. I don't care about anything else. Like food, I can make as good of a food as fucking Nobu or where the fuck, maybe not Nobu because I don't know how to cut cut sashimi. But like, you know what I mean? Like these fucking fancy places. Give me the ingredients. I can fucking do that alone, but I can't travel. That's something irreplaceable. You're right. And I do miss that. Okay. All right. Let us manifest. <laughs> let us let us manifest a vaccine that works, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with topics. Yeah, punk. Yeah, I Punk 그러니까 테크닉이나 이런 것도 필요 없는 거고 그냥 난 이런 놈이니까 난 이런 말을 하겠다 그래서 그냥 하는 거 솔직하게 그게 다인 것 같아요 Okay folks we are back Back Hot, 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 hot 100 Wow this is What a incredible incredible feat Let's just jump into it BTS, 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 ARMY, I am fully ARMY now, I'm fully, my mom has, my mom has been ARMY for a long time, (laughs) she keeps sending me fucking video (laughs) vlogs of them, he's like, and I'm like, mom, (laughs) 
I did have I tell YouTube. You <laughs> Didn't I tell you before we started this? I was like, should we just become a BTS stan stand, podcast? Stan pod. <laughs> we should. Like we would become incredibly popular. <laughs> I know. We would. we would gain millions of followers, but we, we would lose all our current fans. Yeah. They'd be like, mm, this isn't the content we signed in for. Yeah. When are they going to get back to cackling into the mic and eating? <laughs> <laughs> So, I just wanted to talk very uh, quickly. We want to talk about Dynamite, the yes. first English single of BTS. Completely huge, English. Huge um, number one single on Billboard's Hot 100. Uh-huh. Um, Dynamite, they performed it live at the VMAs this past week. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing, whole goddamn thing. Um, yeah, it's just like, I. there's... I very specifically want to talk about this Atlantic article um, mm. about how this is upending the music industry because BTS has already upended the music industry. BTS as BTS doesn't need American success to be number one. It is number one. It is the undeniable ruler of all charts outside of this local market as, mm. <laughs> you know, like to, to paraphrase, right? This is just a local, this is just one market. It's not the market. It's not worldwide because right. they're fucking actually worldwide. Um, and the thing is, so they announced that this was going to be the first English, but they said that emphasized that it was not a pivot to full English. They're not releasing right. an album. They're going to stay Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, That's important. Yes. That's important that because BTS equals K-pop right now. Yes. And for BTS to turn around and be like, we're just going to speak English and be Bruno Mars, like that would soil the whole thing. It's essential to their identity. Yes. Koreanness. Yes, exactly. Is essential. Essential. Right? Yes. Um, and there's this part in this Atlantic article that I wanted to read that's a, that kind of gets to it. Um, the group has made genre bending albums that critique aspects of Korean culture and society, including mental health taboos and the rigid mm-hmm. school system. It's rappers often write intricate wordplay into their rhymes. And outside of this, that's why it needs to stay Korean. Mm-hmm. BTS fans from around the world regularly look up lyric translations. Contrary to what some American music critics believe, many fans learn Korean to better appreciate the group's work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they come to bts bts doesn't need to go to americans exactly like that that's or anyone what, globally exactly they, they, yeah it's the same it's like it's like saying that Truffaut would have need to to have made films in english to actually be considered a great cinematic director it's not true it's not asked of any other artist it, from any other country who is undisputed undisputedly the best in what they do they just do it in the fucking language they do it in You know, like we haven't asked that of anybody else. So it's crazy for people to assume that in order to achieve, quote unquote, mainstream success. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, America is not the mainstream. It's just one market. It's not. And it's less and less the mainstream now, especially in the global music market. There's so many things that are that happen outside of the American music industry. Most of it. It's just like most of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's just, you know, as far as like global hollywood media is concerned like we have a huge engine built for it but now with k-pop being its own well-oiled machine 
and globally recognized as a hit maker. Um, their their relationship with their stands, the amount that they have. Um, I mean, there's a certain point where like the K-pop uh, group is now beholden to the fandom. Yes. And the fandom needs them to emotionally, um, you know, assuage them almost like uh, as one unit. Like um, I was reading this article the other day on um, Stan Gifts on Koreaboo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of the, it was Jungkook's birthday. And the okay. stands um, crowdfunded all this money to um, have a, uh, uh, what's it called? A huge LED screen at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. I had no idea that was possible. And they're buying out marquees in, you know, the London Eye? Yeah. The, the huge yeah. Ferris wheel? Yeah. They took over the London Eye. It's a happy birthday Jungkook. <laughs> with, with his face on it. Can you fucking believe this? Like, I didn't even know that was possible. I I had no idea you could rent out the London Eye. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, they they don't need to sing in English to steal or captures capture people's yeah. hearts. They've already oh, done no. that. Not they at did all. it. They've done it. Doing singing in Korean in a language that most of the people, most of their fans don't understand, yeah. but still enjoy. Yes. Right. First, all Korean pop group. To make the Billboard Top 100 at one debut at one, one, one. and, and that, the yeah. and the stands uh, uh, pushed this. I think it was something crazy where they broke like five or five or something YouTube records, pushing it over a hundred million within minutes. Yes, because they all swarmed together. I mean, this is power. This yes. is incredible influence, and the boys are really doing a great job of writing that um, line between like K-pop idol versus like global influencers, where they're you know they're making waves in other things like political activism and donating to they BLM. Donate, yeah, and, BLM, one million at the beginning of all this. At they the beginning, also, and they also wield this power gently. Yes. Yes. Because they also understand that one, they're the pawn of, you know, their management group, right? And also... But the thing is, Big Hit Entertainment, I don't know if they're different now, but they started off very small. Yes. They were yes. tiny. They, yes. were not, they were not SM. They were not JYP. JYP. Yeah. You know what I mean? They weren't these big groups out there, these big management labels. If, if, for those of you who, don't, who aren't really sure about these, uh, what they mean, it's, like, it's as if like, um, if you were like Warner, Warner Music or like Columbia Records or like you know, Arista, whatever, like mm-hmm. these huge, I don't know if Arista still exists, but like, you know what I mean? There's these huge uh, record labels that um, people are signed to and they are beholden to. Yes. Big Hit Entertainment was the, this tiny indie group. Yes. And through YouTube, BTS became a global sensation. So even Big Hit talks about, like, we weren't ready for this. Yeah. We were out here, like, competing with SM and fucking JRP and Blackpink and Shiny and Munsex, like, all these big, like, shiny Korean groups. Yes. That because they worked in this kind of uh, now antiquated K-pop system, they only existed in the K-pop system. But BTS coming from this small indie company, became global because they were open and it was timing as well. And also with technology, yeah, yeah, they became something bigger than K, bigger than Korea. That's, that's the other part of this is that Koreans 
So we were listening to this NPR thing about K-pop specifically. One, they were covering the dynamite sensation, um, the phenomena of like it being to, first Korean single mm-hmm. to debut at one. But mm-hmm. they were talking about how K-pop and Korea single really sees pop culture as their number one export. Yes. And it's something that Koreans have a lot of pride about and they understand to be true. It's been a considered effort by the Korean uh, cultural minister to like do this. And every single K-pop star you talk about, they also understand the weight of what it is to be a cultural ambassador. That's what BTS also has. That's what every girls' generation had when they tried to do this. You know, I think it has been, what, 10 years ago with girls' generation? Um, Like, every single Korean K-pop star feels this weight. And that's the reason why you see them wielding it so gently. It's because they understand it. They are an ambassador and a representative of Korean culture and mass. And so that that's why it's different. That, yes, exactly. It's that sense of collective shame that Get keeps them. Confusion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Ariana Grande doesn't care about no, what. fuck that. She doesn't care what she sees, uh, reflects back to America. Yeah, what is I- America? <laughs> what does that even mean? That's like yeah, saying I mean, USSR. That's not a thing anymore. No, it's not. You know, like it's not, it's not, they don't have this application and they shouldn't because as like, there's no um, sense that like America needs this represent representation in this right, way. Like the, the only person, exactly, internationally. Yes, yes. I mean, outside of, I would say the only international American star that has reached this level globally is probably Michael Jackson before. Oh, And he yes. probably felt the weight of what it is to be a representative of America. Yeah. I, yes. Michael agreed. Jordan. Same. Same. Michael Jordan. Britney Spears ish for hey, for a no. second. Yeah. You know, before the Kevin Federline thing, she was the top. She was it. Beyonce. Would you say Beyonce is up there? With, yes. Beyonce probably. With Michael Jackson but she's not and BTS. As international. She, you know, like no, is it, I think she is. You. Th- I'm telling you, there are there are um, children in Siberia. Mm-hmm. That are listening to BTS. To BTS. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. So I, I don't know I do if the think... Lemonade album made it that far. <laughs> no, no. Lemonade album <laughs> didn't make it anywhere. <laughs> it was a great album. I, I liked know. the songs, but yeah. overall, it, it was more of like a, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a drop. Where did the Beehive come for us? <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It was beautiful. I loved it. I actually loved Lemonade, uh, the songs better than Black is King. Ah. But I thought Black is King was overall a very cohesive message. And, it okay. was, uh, and you could follow the thing and you're like, oh, that's why she's making all this. And every song leads to the next thing. Whereas Lemonade was like, the top was, you cheated on me. And the end was, we are family. You know what I mean? Like and in, the, <laughs> in the middle was just all this random stuff. But uh, I, do, I do love the songs of Lemonade. I really do love it. But um, please don't come for us, Beehive. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what are you? T- I'm mouthing to be there. Stop. Yeah, stop. Stop it. <laughs> but um, that, but I just, yeah, that, these beautiful was... seven boys have really, I'm so proud. I'm beaming. I mean, this is, it's it, one, On is an amazing song. If you guys haven't checked it amazing. out, check it out. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just listening to it. No, I was actually listening to, uh, um, boy with love boy with love oh my my my, oh my with halsey my, my. with halsey yes with halsey yes um but so 
And her Korean's not too bad. Yes. She, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Korean's not that bad. That's the thing. It's like we there's this idea that we continually inside of American society think is that like because assimilation is such so inherently a part of Americanness. Yeah. I think assimilation can go both ways. Right? The oh, fact that Halsey is say, singing in Korean, the fact that yes. Yeji had a pop single on um in L- on LA radio, right? Mm-hmm. It's a sign that American society can assimilate too. To right? It's not just us. Yes. Community. It's not yes. just us and not just immigrants having to constantly assimilate. This let's we can push back. And the thing is you'll be surprised at how malleable everybody yeah. is. Because everyone here is a fucking immigrant. We've all had already had to do it. So it's, yeah. not a, it's not a foreign idea to have to do it. I think it goes, it's a porous membrane, right? Mm-hmm. This is idea of assimilation. I think it goes both ways. And I think up until very recently, it, it felt very one way. That we feed into the culture. We change in order to f- f- assimilate. But the thing is, it goes both ways. It's very porous. I think we're seeing many more instances of it. We're seeing the way that the society is changing, the way people are starved for it. Um, this article ends with this quote from the Talking Heads. Um, I don't know if you guys know, uh, David Byrne, he's talking his front man. Mm-hmm. He, and he put it in this uh, quote in this way. Quote, to restrict your listening to English language pop is like deciding to eat the same meal for the rest of your life. It's boring. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I and that. like, it's the same thing with um, when, like, what was it? He was like, if you could just think beyond the, t- the little, the one inch. The one inch caption. Caption. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's so, it's not hard. And I think it's that inside of the media and the larger culture, I feel like we keep thinking there's like all these older white men telling us what to think. And all of us are living Mm. differently and loving differently and thinking differently. And we're like, oh, is it that weird? And it's like, no, the only person that people that think it's weird are those tastemakers, those those uh, gatekeepers. Yeah, those fucking leathery old boomers that are in charge. And the rest of us, the the people who are living in the muck, already Mm. living a different reality. So let's not question it. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. VM, the, also, the VMAs just happened. I, I don't, I don't yes. know if people care about the VMAs anymore, but it, <laughs> it did happen. 2020 MTV. I mean, that used to be a huge thing for huge. music. MTV Music Awards, Video Music Awards was like the hugest thing. It was like where all the stunts happened, the Britney stuff, Cultural the boy moments. band stuff. Moments Cultural, of culture yes. happened, yeah. Exactly. Madonna making out with Christina and Britney at the same time. Like, Kanye come taking, on. The, taking the mic from Taylor. Yes, exactly. Yes. These are the moments. And BTS swept their all their categories. They won for um, get Best K-Pop, Best Pop, Best Choreography. Yes. Also won best group. I mean, come on. These kids are fucking killing it. And I, I, couldn't be, I couldn't be prouder and more excited about what that means for us. You, me, other Koreans, all non-white, POCs, even white people. Uh, there's going to be, BTS is going to make white people do K-pop. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, which I'm not too excited for, but, but you know. It can't be K-pop then. Yeah, it's just whatever. Pop. It's just pop. But, um. White pop. Whatever, w- try w- it. Give it a try. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something that also um, I'm proud of is South Korea is making huge green moves. So um, right now, the, uh, the Korean government 
is investing $46 billion in renewable energy by 2030. That's huge. $46 billion. To put that into scale, um, Cape, uh, not K-pop, BTS contributes $5 billion to the Korean economy. All right. So that's nine times as much as what BTS is bringing. That's a lot of fucking money. Mm -hmm. And um, the the move comes from uh, the Korean government uh, looking at uh, trying to up their share of renewable renewable energy in the country from 7% to almost 20%, quadrupling the share of wind and solar generation to 13%, another 6% to be sourced from biomass and other renewables, taking South Korea to 19%. That's huge. If, and South Korea not only is leading in entertainment and, and music, but they're also becoming a leader in renewable energy. Incidentally, also, Korea Hydro and Nuclear Power and a consortium of Korean infrastructure investors have signed on to, um, to acquire 49.9%, almost a majority, equal majority percent, equity interest in a portfolio of wind-generating assets in the U.S. Now, what does that mean? So cool. there's a, a lot of wind farms uh, in America, and uh, I forget what the article said. It's like Illinois, Nevada, California. There's all these like huge swaths of farms that are generating wind. And the South Korea consortium of investors are taking on almost half of, of that uh, equity portfolio. And uh, that, that's such a huge thing. Not only are, they, is Korea, are is Korea investing in their own renewable energy, they're investing in America's renewable energy. That sounds crazy. <laughs> like, I'm all for Korean shit be popping, but like, why isn't America... <laughs> why are we... I know why because of fucking Trump, of course. (laughs) This fucking stupid ass mini stroke having orange cunt. (sighs) And why can't these strokes be maxi? Why can't they be big strokes? Why they gotta be mini strokes? Why? Why do they they be such a such a short stroke? Why can't it be? Send this motherfucker over the goddamn. Let him kick this fucking bucket, man. Like he's old. (laughs) He's fucking unhealthy. He's evil. He's a disgrace. Why are we propping this motherfucker? Uh, the GOP is so stupid. They're so, I mean, like, I don't agree with them, but as a, like, if I was a political consultant, I'd be like, go for someone younger. Yes. Look at the future of your party. This is a bunch of fucking, you're, you're, you're letting these national, I mean, it's truly pre-World War II Germany, but whatever. I mean, I can't get into that. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm really excited for Korea, Korean companies to be taking on the the mantle of uh, of the the new green deal and and bringing renewable energy as, as something that should that money should be made on. I've always said like, why are we spending so much time with unemployment and our industry uh, industries shrinking when we have this opportunity to create industry with green energy and it's something that is good for the entire world. Why? Because it's so hard to fight Exxon? Come on. Exxon Mobil's that hard to fight? Truly? I mean, I guess. But, like, <laughs> the fact that we're still fracking for coal is so stupid. It's, so, it's unnecessary. There's other ways to power your fucking house, man. Get with it. Anyway, a little bit about uh, this K- Korea. KHNP, um, which is the uh, Korea... Uh, uh, hydro and nuclear power coal. They're really cool. They are a subsidiary of the Korean Electric Power Corporation, 
uh, which is the largest electric power co company in Korea, supporting 27% of the country's power consumption. That's huge. Almost mm -hmm. a third. KNHB's portfolio consists of 24 nuclear plants, 35 hydroelectric power plants, 16 pumped storage power plants. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And various other renewable energy assets comprising of 27.9 gigawatts GW. I believe that's what it's installed generating capacity. I mean, this is... I think if I was to ever leave entertainment and go into something else, mm -hmm. it might be renewable energy. Because yeah. there's so much future and there's so much growth opportunity in that. Like, why? I don't understand why we're not charging forward with this, with this to build a new industry for us, to build jobs. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> very cool for Korea. And, and today's episode is really, I'm just so proud of everything Korean right now. Yeah, I mean, truly, like it's been, I mean, I think some of it is also a reaction to just um, it being so depressing and uh, trash fiery here. Yes, here. <laughs> so it's like, it's nice to be able to like take heart in yeah. what's happening in our other uh, home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and to be able to take pride in that. Yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, I'm like really beaming, like with this BTS thing and then the K Korean renewable energy moves. Like, I, 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 I am proud to say that I am Korean. Not that I wasn't before, but to have these things like backing my identity up in a global stage, man, I feel fucking cool as hell. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with some more cool Koreans with Kick Ass Koreans. We'll be right back. All right, we're back with Kick-Ass Koreans, y'all. Key! Yeah! All right, my Kick-Ass Korean is an actor. I usually don't do actors, but I found this guy. His name is Joe Se. Oh. I, I, he, um, I, I was introduced to him via uh, Cobra Kai, which okay. I'm watching on Netflix right now because is my friend's writing on it. It's, oh. it's actually pretty good. It's, okay. it's like very cute, nostalgic. It's the same two guys. Um, what's his name? I forgot what his name is. Daniel Sun and the other guy, the white guy. Uh -huh. They're old. They're older now, and they have okay. kids. And it's this, it, and it's flipped. So we're the main character is not Daniel. It's the other guy, the Cobra oh, okay. Kai guy. And his life's a mess. And he, 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 he it's all it's all about um, life in the valley as well, which is where I live in, in the San Fernando Valley in California. Mm -hmm. So. It's very cool to see all these places and things that they're referencing. Um, and it's it, it all the soundtrack is very 80s rock. So it's like it, it's hitting all the nostalgia points for me. But in this guy, Joe Sub, he plays um, he's breaking down stereotypes by playing the bully. He's the he's the bully in the first season. He's also the bad boy love interest. You see him shirtless and naked 
okay. and beating up nerds. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? This is cool. This career, and his name is Kyler in the show. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but the actor, like this guy's like out here portraying us in a new cool way that like we, this is what we're talking about, about representation being important that we, there's a plurality in our experiences. And yes, there are asshole hot Korean guys and he's playing one of them. He and also I was in Spa Night. I dream about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Go look him up. He's, he, he's, he's young. He's cute. You know, he, he's like, he, he has charisma. He's sexy. Yeah. I love that, and, and and he seems like from his Instagram, he sees he seems very like down to earth and humble. He's not like he's not like some other Korean famous Korean kids that I know, which I will talk to you offline about, who are just a little too flashy and like, you know, you can tell Joe didn't grow up with famous parents. Oh, I'll just say that there are some famous Korean kids that I'm like, I don't know about this. Anyway, go look up his stuff, support his acting, his whatever he's doing on Instagram. Um, yeah, go check him out. Josa, S-E-O. Okay, my, I just can't wait to get that information from you later. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, my kick-ass Korean is Chloe Flower. Mm. And she's being called a millennial Liberace. And she oh. was the pianist for Cardi B's Grammy appearance in 2019. Oh. Uh, like Twitter went insane over her. Like, yeah, um, they're like, Cardi B was great. But did anyone see this pianist that she was playing with? <laughs> and, and she like only wears like crazy um, like couture on mm. stage. And she's working with Babyface. Whoa. Yeah, she's just a little Flash younger than us. Yeah, and she was she went to Juilliard and shit like that. She worked with Babyface um, in, in since 2011. And mm. she's basically doing popsicle, like pop classical. She's trying to meld oh, the two cool. of them. Cool. Popsicle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. This is uh, right in the pocket for me. Yes. Um and so the thing is, she was trying, when she was going to school, there was all these things about who she would emulate, but because there is nothing mm. before her. She is mm. a vanguard. She is a, cool. a pioneer, right? Pioneer. So when, whenever yes. someone like that dares to do something like that, there's no one behind them. There's no reference point. And it's not just mm. for them, right? Because oftentimes pioneers have their own vision, so it doesn't matter that there's nothing before. But right. when it comes to They don't want to be someone else. But when it comes to gatekeepers, there's no one for them to look at. That's yeah. what's harder. Because um, yeah. no there's mentorship. No, no one to yes. give you accolades. No one give you a chance because they don't understand what the fuck you are. And mm. so she went, got, when she linked up with Babyface, who is also a phenomenal uh, pianist, like, he kind of understood what she wanted. And so mm. she started working with like, hip-hop producers and so basically mm. she started working with like from everyone from Celine Dion to Two Chains. Wow. And so she's like sort of creating this like genre popsicle mm. um, on her own. And cool. two, she's like fucking hot and she does Dude, not try. She, I'm looking at her gallery on her yeah. website. Yeah. This bitch is stunning. Stunning. The looks. 
She's serving I mean, them all the on. time. She's serving you all the time. This is oh my <laughs> 24 God. hour service all day, I'm all night. Thrilled. Yeah. I cannot believe. <laughs> Bitch, Could the she... looks, the fair, the hair, the mug. It is the poses. all, all <gasps> top to bottom mwah, yes. perfection. Perfection. I was. I was excited. Drag bitch. Yes. Into this. Yes. So when you check her out on Instagram, her Instagram is stunning. Um, Uh and her she she's just fucking cool. I will also say this: having recently been watching a lot of K dramas, and um, how could you other like specifically Korean women of after thirty five? Inside of modernity, we do not become. We actually, I think. Mm. Like it's yes, something yes, happens. Yes. Yeah. You get it's, less tong tong. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like in current time, it's like looks better. Like she, mm. Chloe, if you go down to, back to 2011, different because she's so young. Tong tong yeah. yeah. Baby fat. Now, yeah, yeah. now she's snatched. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like those cheekbones are, there's like something happens. Like, t- like uh like uh it all goes away yeah and so in current times it's like more attractive looking i mean chloe's cheekbones are impossibly Ah. high yeah jesus they're on top of her forehead i mean i cannot i can't stop looking at her she looks like uh, uh, she looks like a model yes but the thing is she also looks very different kind of korean Yes, she looks almost ha- maybe hapa. Yeah, but she also looks more like like our Us kind too. of skin tone. Yes, yes. Gaman jakja Yeah, yeah. So like that's what I mean. It's like wow. also because when we watch when you watch all the K dramas, you and I get none of that kind of representation either, unless they go no, to the country. All, they all look like a fucking toilet seat, completely yeah. porcelain, porcelain, <laughs> and like totally round, like oval. See, this is what I'm talking about. You, me, Chloe Flower, and Hyori, Ihyori, all <laughs> like highly melanated outside Koreans who are here to fucking play. <laughs> I love this. I'm obsessed. obsessed. I'm obsessed with her. I have to. So she's my kick-ass Korean. Good for you, honey. From getting from from the glow up to the blow up, I (laughs) salute you. Yes, (laughs) kia kia kia. Check out her latest single, "Flower Through Concrete," uh, is from her upcoming album. Very excited to to hear that. Wow, that's really cool. I love this. Um, Damn. Okay, I can't wait to like. She, it's, it's great she's great yeah the article okay. was in the cut and it they described her as Love the, the millennial pied piper oh and, my god and also she describes herself as the when the, people have been calling her the millennial liberace because she comes mm-hmm. out in such like elaborate garb she's and, in high drag yes yes absolutely and so and so is liberace and so yeah, like this yeah. she cites one of his quotes being like too much of a good thing is wonderful Mm. is um that's entirely her own vibe as well i'm just like yeah that's 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 an energy you love to see i love it i love an yes. extra ass bitch with yeah. cheekbones that are impossible <laughs> <laughs> all right folks thank you so much for listening check out josa chloe flower um we're here every week reach out to us leave us a review if you've listened this far and haven't quit kudos to you love you guys see you next week bye, bye.